Hello, and welcome to the Lacey Alderson Show. So happy to have you guys listening in today. I can't wait to introduce my next guest that we have in the studio. Her name is Larissa, and we're going to have her introducing herself and talking to us all about healthy foods and being a businesswoman and all things, you know, growing up and learning and growing in terms of mental health and well-being. Um, we're really excited to have her in. So first to start off, let's discuss Pinkbox Donuts. They are our sponsor. I was lucky enough that when I told Pinkbox Larissa was coming in, Larissa is plant-based. Um, they whipped her up some of their absolutely amazing vegan treats. And so we have some of those in studio today. So if you are vegan and trying to check out Pinkbox, please, please, please don't let them limit your opportunities. They are vegan and you can get plenty of options. I think they have up to 10 different flavors right now of eat vegan opportunities. So we love pink box so good. You will lick the box. And with that being said, I'm going to have Larissa step right in and introduce herself today. Hi, Larissa. Hello. Thank you for coming on the show. We're so grateful to have you. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, I let everybody know we're pretty honest on the show. We cuss, we, you know, discuss and all, all things pretty openly. Um, I got to know Larissa through Shelly. Shelly um, does both of our hair. So when I was looking for my next guest a while back, Shelly said, you've got to go check out Larissa. She's got a great story. She's got a great heart. She's got a lot of knowledge um, and she'd be a great guest for your show. So I'm so happy that she took her time to be with us today. Starting off, Larissa, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get here? Who who are you and, and what got you sitting here in front of us today? Um, well, I am uh, 40, we're going to be 42 years old in May. I have two kids. I came from Brazil uh, in 2007 to pursue my dream to become a professional bodybuilder. Um, I competed f around 12 years of my life, competing nonstop. Like each year was like six, five, seven shows a year. Um, I was traveling every month internationally. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I, it's funny because I was living in Vegas and I never was at home. It was crazy, you know, and it was a crazy time for me, but it was amazing. You know, it was, I think it was a dream. Sure. That, that I was, you know, I'm, I'm graduating tourism in Brazil. That's my graduation in the university. Okay. And my dream was, you know, work with travels and things like that. And I, I work in a hotel in Brazil as well. Um, but my dream was to travel the world and do something. And I said, you know what? My body is good. I like workout. I think bodybuilding is going to be something that is going to get me there. Sure. Because I really want to travel the world. I want to learn English. I just want to explore, you know, I'm Gemini, so <laughs> I like, I want to explore. Absolutely. I was young, I have nothing to lose, so I came, and uh, it was interesting because I came with $500. I love this story. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm going to try, and I start to compete here, and things start to happen to me, and... A lot of problems, of course. You know, I, I wouldn't encourage people to do this thing. <laughs> She's telling you, don't do this. <laughs> no, it's it's not easy for everyone, you know. I mean, I, I guess i supposed to be doing that because I, my body was such in great, great condition. Sure. That, you know, gave me all this exposure. So my fo first photo shoot I did for one magazine that put me in the industry of the fitness for the first time. And then I got my first sponsor that I, 
I, I was with them for 10 years. So wow, that, that was my biggest sponsor. And we work and travel and, and it was a dream for any bodybuilder Absolutely. to have a sponsor like that, you know, that pays your everything and you do what you love. And yeah, you they just, can support you while you follow your dreams. Yeah, only your stress is just to go work out, eat right. That's it. Right. You know, that was my thing. Work out three times a day. Oh, my. <laughs> do my cardio in the morning and then I go work out in the middle of the day and then do one more cardio or stretch later on. You know, it's, that was my life. And the diet was 24 hours. You know, you have to eat right every day, every hour. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, was was hard, but um, I live my dream. I'm, I'm very excited about that, you know. And then in the end, um, I was just doing appearance. I didn't need to compete anymore. I decided not to compete because I was kind of tired to compete. I said, I was just going to be in good shape, not not like extremely so i did that for my more three years uh, appearance all over the world and still with my spouse and then after my first baby i'm done <laughs> <laughs> done after one yeah i'm done and then i changed everything like crazy now i'm vegan i'm a health coach um i guess after you have babies you change <laughs> i believe that absolutely how do you think you changed uh, because I, I start to become more aware of everything as um, toxic around me, you know, as everything, you know, people, um, food, and cosmetics, makeup. And, and then I, I did a, this course, a uh, health coach I did for one year and I learned so much and I was like, wow, this is something that I never thought I really want to do that yeah. to, to pass on to my kids, sure. you know, and my, my new family, Absolutely, you know, everybody at home. So you, you start to care more about little things, you know, that before I wasn't, I was alone and, you know, just training, training, you know, I wasn't thinking straight. Right. Um, now that you have family, you have people that you have to take care. You think about every detail, right? And um, yeah, and then that's my thing. But for me to transition to a plant-based diet took me uh, almost two years to 100% transition. You know, first to start with my fiance, he has a, a, I told him, let's do a blood test, you know, I, I tell everybody all the time, let's do a blood <laughs> test at least two times a year, you mm -hmm. know, one time, something you have to do. So he's like, okay, so we did. And his cholesterol was crazy high. And the doctor looked at him like, you can have a heart attack anytime. Oh, really? Yeah. That high? Yeah. And I look at him, I was like, oh my goodness. And then we start to look, what well, can we change, you know? Right. Um, I don't like to be that person to take medicine. I like always to look for the root cause. That's what we do as health coach and holistic. You need to, to see around you what, what's, what's happening, you know, for this to happen. So he changed the way he's eating. So he started to be, he was the first one to start to be vegan. He's like, I just want to eat plant-based. Okay, so he decided before you did. Yeah, Okay. he decided. 
And and in that time I was pregnant. And I said, my first sh- child. Sure. And I said, I'm not going to change my diet pregnant. You know, it's kind of scary. It is scary. For like absolutely. My whole, like, my whole life I eat chicken, you know, beef. <laughs> I can't change. I was kind of scared. And it, it is scary for people that doesn't know and, you know, want to try. Especially when you're pregnant, you don't want to do something new that you never done. Absolutely. So he did first. I was encouraging him to keep doing, you know. I was eating some meals, was vegan, not, not everything. Um, and then uh, his cholesterol went normal. Just from changing the diet? Yeah, just changed his diet. And then all, he was like, wow, he was so happy. Sure. And now he's totally converted, you know. And then my daughter born, and she didn't want to eat any meat. Just Egg. naturally, she just didn't like it. No, doesn't like eggs. I try everything. Eggs is, is nothing. She does not like. So I said, you know what? It's something telling me that I have to change. Sure. And also I have to learn because I need to cook for them. Yeah. You know, and that's how it started. I started with my fiance and then my daughter and now my whole house. Everybody. Everybody. And so, I'm working now to do an ebook to help people how to be plant-based, you know, to start like a couple recipes. And if somebody's looking to start, like let's say somebody, you know, seeks you out and says, wow, I kind of want to learn how to do what she's doing. Or maybe people are listening in and they go, we want to know more about this. What do you think the best way or the easiest way for people to start kind of living more of a plant-based diet is? Um, I always tell people, you know, um, try to get one week of your, you know, one week and, Pick the food that you like to eat. Like that's great, yeah. That's plant-based, you know, right now. And then the next week, you start to go all over just eating that. Okay. You know, and of course, it's not just simple like that because a lot of people confuse um, whole food plant-based to vegan. Okay. Um, let me explain. Yeah, because I don't think I know the difference. What is yeah. it? What is it? So when you say I'm whole food plant-based. Okay. That means you eat only whole food meals. Okay. Nothing in the package. Okay. It's like real food. Or at least 80% of your diet is whole plant, you know. Now, when you say you're vegan, that means you eat a lot of crap too. Okay. Makes sense. Yes. Because doesn't mean you're vegan your health. Okay. Does not mean it's not the same. A lot of people think, oh, that's health. That's what I think too. I'm wrong. No. Okay. There is a lot of things that's not healthy when it's, you know, all this synthetic meat that is vegan. Yeah. It's not. Good for you. No. Everything made in lab, it's not good. This is so Um, interesting. And if you read the ingredients and then you go crazy about sure. because it's so much things they and you know the marketing industry and the food industry it's is incredible rich. You know, they spend like billions billions yeah. with marketing to make you believe something. Um you you can never uh trust a food by the front cover. Never. Okay. You you always have to read in the back the ingredients and learn what it is inside. And then when you start to read and then you say, okay, I don't think that is much right. <laughs> that I can eat. You know, if you want to really be on top of the game. 
And then you go just for the produce. The produce, you can go. I always go and I always buy organic. Of course, not everything is organic, but try to go to that dozen list that is more that that has more pesticide and what that is no less pesticide. Okay, and you go by that. Um, but most of my things, they get everything organic. Um, today, even baby food, they put toxic stuff in oh baby gosh. food. They put toxic stuff everywhere like the air we breathe today everything like you know it's crazy if you think about the technology you know the those bluetooth and the water and everything today it's it's different and we need to learn and try our best you know not we're not going to be like health health 100 percent all the time because it's impossible but at least try to be better than average, you know. I mean, by toxins, how much toxins you're putting in your body every day. Try to be better, you know. So, yeah, it's it's a lot to, to look at, you know. It's not just food. It's everything in the house, cosmetics, makeup, uh, cleaning <sighs> products, um, even the mattress that you sleep Oh my. You know, if it's not organic, you're breathing toxic ev every night. So you're saying there's really no possible way that any of us could be 100% toxic free. I mean, we're breathing in air, right? Yeah. I, I think it's impossible. Yeah. Uh, but we can always get better. Sure. We you can, know. Absolutely. Even in stress make you not healthy. You stress, you know, you eat clean, you do everything correct, but you're stressed about something that's not good for you too. Yeah. So all this is, it's, it's a whole, you have to look a person as a whole, everything around her. So we just need to minim minimize and understand, you know, it's not going to be perfect every day, but that's why I'm learning. And I think to give this, uh, acknowledge to people that follow me to be more aware, you know, and and us as a, a consumer, we need to go and tell the brands, you know, hey, take this from the baby food, take this from this, take, you know, we are the one who buy. So if, if everybody knows what's going on, they have to change. Because in America, what they put in the food in America is different what they put in, in food in Europe. The same brand is different because, because, because the rules in Europe is way tight. Tighter much, than here. Much tighter. Okay. Yeah. So why they can't do the same here? Why do you think they can't do that? Because it's cheap. It's all about the money. Yeah. They, they don't want you to have the best thing, you know. They want to make money. So they put, like, fillers, a lot of fillers inside our food. And that's what we eat. All day. And nobody knows much. But now a lot of people are coming, a lot of health coaches. And it's amazing because people need to wake up, you know. Maybe the price is a little bit... Um, a little more expensive for you to buy something more clean but if everybody has the same mind and buy the same thing people need to change everybody gonna want to change absolutely yeah if you're not making that money anymore yeah absolutely yeah did you see all the 
milk industry, there was this milk that just uh, went bankrupt. Because nobody was buying it. Nobody buying milk anymore, like you should. Yeah. Remember in the marketing, you need to drink milk to be strong. Absolutely. Long Especially, in, I mean, the, in, the, in the lifting yeah. industry, it's huge. And then you have to, you born with the idea that milk, that was make you strong. Right. For your bones. For you had to drink milk. You had to drink milk. You crazy, you're not going to drink milk. And, and today you see it's different. Yeah. And milk's probably just the beginning. What else have you noticed that, that maybe when you were growing up, you were told one thing and maybe now it's not so good? Meat. Oh, you have to eat meat. If you're a man, you have to eat meat. Yeah. More meat. More meat. All the yeah. meat. All the meat. <laughs> yeah. As much meat as you can. Yeah. It's a protein. Protein. Right. Oh, protein. You need to have protein all the time, you know. And plants has protein. A lot of people still has this concept that if you're eating plant-based, where do you get your protein? That's their first question, especially people in the fitness industry. It's huge. It's like, where is the protein? They think protein is everything. And in the plant, that's where it's the protein. You know, the cow, they eat the grass, and that's where the come from the soy mm. it's true and yeah and everybody should drink uh, take b12 too because today uh even the meat is not good anymore okay like, like you should only if you go to the farm and do right buy there you see the the the, the meat is grass fed you know but if you don't know really it's, it's hard to to believe what they Absolutely. say. Absolutely. You don't know. Yeah. And even just now talking with you, I'm starting to think to myself, this is a lot of work because you're right. You got to do your own research. I've got to look mm -hmm. at the back of everything I'm eating. Yeah. Then I got to look at these ingredients. I have to know what these ingredients are. Yeah. I have to know which distributors are full of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a lot of work to be able yeah. to, you have to basically fight yeah. and put in the time to live yeah. and to be healthy. Yeah. So I start with food first because that's my main um, passion is food. So I start to learn more about food and um, and then this logo progressing to house, um, even the pan that you cook, you know. The pans, the yeah, cookware, everything. Everything. Um, people still use plastic in microwave. It's crazy. It's scary. <laughs> yes, it's scary. I tell everyone, you need to use, you know, everything glass container. That's what I use. Or BPA. Okay. Glass um, or BPA. Yeah, and um, yeah, don't use microwaves. No microwaves at all? No, no microwaves. Um, what else? It's so much little things, you know, you have. I Also, I have one friend that she was taking uh, tap water. I almost died when she told me that. She's drinking tap water? Yeah. I was like, how you do that? Ah, sometimes when I don't drink, don't buy the water at home, I, I drink top water. Right. I was like, don't do that. Right. <laughs> it's true. But, but then this is my other thing, because a lot of people talk about this. So if we don't drink the tap water, but we drink the water, they say that the plastic's bad, that the water's in yes. there too. So yes. like, where, where do you go for your water source? Usually I'm always with my bottle. Okay. Uh, of water. Yeah. Uh, you I carry your own. Yeah. My Hydroflex. Mm-hmm. And I carry around. I have a good water at home. I have, you know. You have a filter and all yeah, that? Okay. Yeah. I have a good filter, good water. So the best thing is you should do that. But if you're out and about, you know, try to get something with glass. 
Okay, a glass bottle. Yeah, a glass bottle, if it's possible. Especially here in Vegas, imagine the heat. People put this this uh, plastic bottle in the car, and the, the water starts to be so hot, and imagine all the chemicals come out. It's so true. Of the plastic, and you're drinking all that. I got in this crazy water thing a couple years ago because I thought to myself, okay, then I can't drink water from that's been in the car because it's been in the plastic, like you said. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, by the time the people drop the water in the bottles off at the grocery store, we don't know if they've been sitting on pallets out in the sun. Yeah. You, know, it's, you so, don't know where they come from. It's the same with food. It drove me crazy. It's yeah. the same with food. Like when they harvest, you, you don't know when they took the, you know, and then you buy all these things all green and it's just not right. Yeah. You know, I start my little garden at home. I have, <laughs> it's not big, but, my dream is to have to plant my own food. I think that's what everybody should be thinking to learn. Even if you live in an apartment, okay, you can do like a little something, you know. Let's um, talk about this little garden because I actually follow you on Instagram and I saw for your followers that are listening too. Yeah. I, I saw you post about the garden. How do you get started in a garden, or what? What would you recommend for somebody that lives, you know, maybe has a little backyard, wants to start something? Where did you begin in your garden? Well, I begin. Uh, when I moved to Vegas, in my first house here, um, I had a guy who was kind of like, that's what he does, um, gardening. And I used to buy greens with him in his house because he has a, he, that's what he does. Okay, like yeah. the hydro, he grew all the water, yes. okay, in his house. And then I told him, can you do one box in my house? And then he made one for me and I, I grow some you know, cucumber, tomatoes. In the house? You, yeah, you no, but I used to live in a house okay. too, so I was outside, but it was a, it. a small box. Sure. You know, like the size of that uh, sofa. Okay. You know, and we, I could grow a lot of things, but then, then my dog destroyed the whole. <laughs> the dogs didn't like that so I, much. Yeah, I travel and she destroyed everything. She was upset. And now I did the new one at home with the same guy. He helped us. Right. His name is George. Okay. Um, and uh, he came and we made like a little taller this time. So my dog doesn't jump. Got it. And I put some <laughs> fence. Yeah, to keep <laughs> out. Yeah, because I have two boterias. They are crazy. They they go everywhere. They've, they like uh, peach boos, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, Absol more strong than peach boo, actually. Yes. So... Yeah, so now it starts to grow. I'm excited because you know, I, I, we, we put the seeds like months ago, you know, uh, and then now it starts to come out. And yeah, I'm excited. It's it's amazing to, when you see, you know, and you eat your own food. It's it's, it's exciting. It's good feeling, you know, sure. that you, you plant that. Yep. You have that. And now you said the first garden at the other house was like cucumbers. What what's in your garden today? Uh, today, I have a lot of greens. I put a lot of different kinds of kale, lettuce, uh, a lot of herbs like parsley, cilantro. Um, I have broccoli, okay. carrots. Um, the tomatoes we didn't put this time because it's winter, so tomatoes usually is in the summer. But uh, there is a lot of other things that I want to plant, but it's coming this summer. <laughs> need to plant in the fall. Okay, so seasonally you plant yeah, accordingly. Yeah, need to be like that. And well, the weather now is crazy in Vegas too, so that's why my plants took longer to come out. The weather's crazy. Because it wasn't get cold, right? Yeah. It took a long time to get cold. It did. 
yeah so but now finally they are coming and it's a little frustrating sometimes you know if you is beginning gardening because plants it's it's like a, it's a little life there you have to talk you need to water you know you need to always make sure they're right feeding you know it takes time it's a lot of work yeah, yeah. so my fiance helped me a lot with that of course me and him we love that so we we, we are learning too as we we are doing so it, this is basically our first real one that we did george came just to give us the direction okay but we did everything and yeah it's amazing i think that's so neat yeah and i don't want to pass that to my kids too i think every kid should learn because we don't know the, the future anymore it's so true yeah especially with this food thing going on you know the what we pass here with covid everything closed and who knows you're gonna have to eat only uh canned food it's true Where's your next food source? Or, yeah. you know, and how do you know that it is clean and all those different factors? Yeah. yeah. COVID woke a lot of people up, I think. Yeah, this I think COVID woke a lot of people, yeah, for sure. To think about what they're doing with their health, why they're sick, because that's the thing that people need to always ask themselves why they're sick and not looking for medicine to just to, you know, you need to find the root cause absolutely that's the thing otherwise it's gonna come back over and over yeah it's never that and and one thing too that when i changed for whole food plant-based was i used to have a lot of sinus infection okay i still have but before was crazy because i was traveling so much so right. i always go to my doctor for her to prescribe me um antibiotics because i need to get the plane and go to the next country and I can't go sick. I need to work. And she keeps giving me antibiotics. And one day she looked at me and she's like, Larissa, I can't give you antibiotics anymore. It's not solving your problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can't because you only think about work, work. You don't think anything else. Right. Right. And I was like that. I was like a workaholic. Sure. Yeah. And um, it was kind of difficult for me to slow down after I, I have bet. kids. It was very hard for me. I was depressed and everything. But, you know, I need it. I really need it. And, um, yeah, I, when I did the whole food plant-based thing, I found out that I, I had, um, um, how to say, it, not allergy to gluten, but uh, sensitivity. Because you can't do a test for sensitivity. You know, you need to just to try out. You need to eat and see how you see feel. what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I had to cut a lot of things that I felt like was making me inflame. And and it's all food. It's all food. So I stopped with gluten, sugar, um, a lot of things that's inflame our body. You know, and uh, I never more. And you feel the difference? Nevermore, I got sick. Really? That was crazy. I was like, wow. I was like, unbelievable, you know. And I feel like I come in contact with so many people that go, oh, I just want to, um, you know, I want to get better. Or I don't know why this keeps happening to me. And what you're basically saying is it's going to take you getting in touch with your body. Yeah. And that's how we health coach. We help people to learn what's going on because sometimes you go to a doctor even a functional doctor 
they have what one hour with you right if they, even that if yeah right. they, they can't find out everything so sure. that's why a lot of health coaches now is working with functional doctors today and they see the importance of having a health coach because we will have the time to go and see everything the whole person you right. know in our aspect of their life what is going on because sometimes a person is getting sick all the time it's because she's in a marriage she's not like it and she doesn't know and then with our questions and go deep you know if a person they start to realize what's the problem and that's that's what it is health coach you know absolutely you, you see everything as a a person as a whole as somebody who as a therapist that's what i went back to school for you know as a, somebody that did work in that it's funny because people are so quick doctors are so quick to just give you medicine yeah. oh your head's not right that's here's an antidepressant the school. and they're just doing their job that's yeah. all that's what they went to school for they, they don't know nutrition they know no different and then i think to myself all the time we could really be helping everybody so much more like you said did you go through a breakup are you yeah. having, is, are you experiencing back pain? Yeah. Are you, I mean, there's so many different factors that are involved Everything. with somebody's addiction or somebody's, mm -hmm. you know, depression or, yeah. you know, their manic episodes. There's so many different aspects to yeah. that and we're not asking the right questions. Yeah. So I love that you as a health coach, that that's kind of what you do. You yeah. dig in a little bit deeper than a doctor would. Yeah. And you're able to change people's yeah. lives. And of course, um, the person needs a doctor too. Sure. You know, like... If they have like a, some condition that, you know, that celiac disease or whatever it is, you know, we always recommend go to a doctor and do your blood test and everything. We work together with doctors, but functional doctors. <laughs> Please, all the function. Yeah. All the functionality. Yeah. So if somebody came to you, let's say, and they wanted your services, let's say they listen to this podcast and they go, wait a second, I want to know more about this woman. And they reach out to you. What's one of the first things you have your people do? Your clients? Um, right now, I'm not getting clients. Okay. Because I'm focused on my uh, ebook right now that I, I really want to get out because this is going to even help when I start to get clients as well. Okay. You know, uh, I have clients in the past, um, but after kids now, I'm like, no, I need to focus one thing now. I can't. Because when you have clients, you have to be there for them. You have a responsibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I decide not to do right now. But before what we do, the first thing we do, we do the circle of life. Okay. That's, you do that too? No, but no. I have heard of it. Yeah, uh -huh. we always do this. It's a life coach, they do that as well. Sure. Um, so we do the circle of life to see where they're at, what where they need to work first. Sure. You know, because there is a lot of things going on in our life and I need to work everything, but let's, what is the most bother you? Right. You know, what is the number one here? Let's find together, you know, and then, the health coach makes you think we ask questions and usually they answer the questions right answer it themselves yeah they answer themselves and they they start to see things differently that's what we are there for to make them to to see things what's going on and not telling them what to do I feel like so many people go to therapy or go to a health coach because they want to be told what to do. But ultimately, no. people know yes. they just don't allow themselves to, to do that, you know, to yeah. hear themselves, to yeah. connect with yeah. themselves. Or sometimes they're afraid, too. You know, they're not ready. They, they need the, 
Yeah. I think fear is a huge part of it too. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I had a client before in the past and first session I did with her, she was crying the whole session. <sighs> She's just getting everything out. Yeah. Because she never saw what, you know, her life. I guess a lot of people, they don't stop to see what's going on. Yeah. They just keep living in and keep getting sick and well and it's like you 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 were living the same thing we all do it it's like work you got to get up yeah. you got to take the antibiotic to get on the plane to do this to show up to do the fitness to, it's it doesn't life doesn't let you stop you yeah. have to stop it yeah. right you have to stop you have to it's in this world today the technology it's crazy now because everybody has an iphone and um you just don't stop it's a lot of information all the time people want to be on top of their game and you need to slow down. You need to meditate. It's so important, the spiritual part of everyone. You know, it doesn't matter your religion or if you believe or something, but you need to have some kind of spiritual inside you. You said something um, about 10 minutes ago when we were talking that I thought was interesting. You said when you slowed down, it was really hard to slow down your life, yes. and it was almost kind of depressing. When how, I did. When you finally decided mm -hmm. to do that. How did you deal with that? Because I think a lot of people suffer from that when they finally slow down. Yeah. Either they get really anxious or they get depressed. They don't really know what well, to do. I always tell my clients or anybody that asks me, I, I always say, we need to write down what our feelings are. You know, so we can start to think about what's going on. Um, if we don't pay attention, why I'm feeling that way? Right. You have to ask that question. You know, why this this mentality, why this feeling, this energy is coming right now? You need to find the answer and then write down and work on that. That's, that's, all the answer is inside us. It's so true. It's inside us and everybody's different. Yeah. So we really need to s slow down and write down what's going on. That's why it's so important you have time of the day for you to ground very important to ground everybody can ground differently um some people like to walk with no shoes in the in the grass contact with the earth in the nature you know you need to ground somehow to, to meditate to slow down you know even like a, a bath something to to keep your mind ground now, you're a mom of two kids, and I, I think about mom. I'm not a mom. I say this every podcast. My listeners are so sick of me saying it. I wish I was a mom. I didn't get to be a mom. It sucks. I hate it. But it is what it is. So I think a lot about moms in general, though. And I think to myself, a mom says, oh, I do make time for myself. I go to the grocery store without the kids. Um, I do make time for myself. I take a shower without the kids. That's not taking time for yourself, you know, because you're still doing your responsibilities. Like you said, you really need to take the bath time. Yes. You need to take the biblio time, the time to write down yes. and the journaling. You need to read a book. Yes. Something to connect your mind to something different. Walking outside with the no shoes on. That's huge. Yes. Um, I've talked about this on a previous podcast in therapy when I had clients that suffered from PTSD, holding onto a cold water bottle, it grounds you, you know, cause you're connected to the cold. It takes you out of, you know, where your mind is and where your mind is leading you into that physical sense of the coldness. So I always think of different ways, but I love that you brought some of those up that they work even in health coaching too. Yes. Yeah. 
Now, your husband, I mean, I'm sorry, your fiance, yeah. he does a lot of the things you do, like you said. Yes. Is it easier having a partner to do that with? Like, is it nice? Is it nice to have somebody that you can do the garden with? Is it oh, nice? Yeah. And if he, because it sounds like he started you down this path, right? Yeah. He, we both always like fitness, okay. workout, you know, we met in the gym actually. <laughs> <laughs> we both like that lifestyle, you know, but sometimes people think they're healthy, but they're not really healthy. You know, people are different. We need to find what's best for everybody. Sure. And, um, unfortunately for him, he had to stop and he feel great. He feels that much better. He feel great and he doesn't want to come back. He doesn't even like, I want to eat meat. No, we both, we don't have that. You don't miss it. No, we don't because we passed that time, you know. Right. Um, but that's the thing. You need to learn because it's not easy to just transition like, oh, I'm going to transition today. Right. It's not easy. You have to go slow on your pace. I know people that take years to transition. I know people that goes in a week. Right. You know, you just need to learn how to do it. That's why I want to do this ebook with easy recipes for families. Not the complicated one, you know, that you have to be like hours in the kitchen. Sure. Nobody has time for Nobody. that. Nobody has time for that. But we all know that packaged food is not good either. So we need to take time to meal prep, if is that the case, and buy only whole food plants and make fun. You know, use a lot of herbs, a lot of spices. Um, you, you, you can make amazing meals. You would be like, wow, this is vegan. Yeah, it's delicious. Okay, now, Larissa, I need to be honest with you. I am a horrible cook. I I'm, was too. <laughs> uh, Larissa, it's so bad. And I know that there's men out there that go, oh, great, I got myself a, a woman. She cooks for me. Good for you. Okay, we're happy you found a lady that cooks for yeah. you. I will literally make you sick if I cook. For, I'm the worst cook on the planet. So if I wanted to start, what's like an easy recipe off the top of your head that you make even? That's What's something easy okay. that I could be doing? Let me tell you. Please. Get what is all the vegetables that you like? List me. Okay. Like, what do you like? Vegetables? So um, I could do asparagus. I could do kale. I can do tomatoes. I love garlic. I love onions. I love spinach. Potatoes. I could eat potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Okay. I could okay. do sweet potatoes. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't even know how to cook a sweet potato. Like this is how bad it but is. It's so simple. It's just people need the, a little info. That's all. Do you promise? Yes. Let me tell you what I do when I want a meal prep. Let's Please. Say. I get like all my vegetables. Okay. Uh, Brussels Brussels sprout, okay. peppers, um, uh, potatoes, um, zucchini. Okay. Uh, squash. All all the vegetables that you like. Okay. You spray, or you put like a little coconut oil on okay. them. Okay. Or you spray avocado oil, whatever. I I like coconut oil mo most. Okay. I, I use the most uh, coconut or avocado oil. Now, why do you like coconut oil? Can I ask you that? Uh, coconut is, uh, is smell delicious. Okay. Right? And um, it does smell so good. Yeah. Everything with coconut, I think, tastes better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I put everything coconut oil and I put in the oven. You just throw all those vegetables in the oven. That's it. You don't need to do much. And then you can do like a little spices. Like I like to put... Uh, some turmeric. I, I, what I do, I do like 
I get a little uh, container. I put the coconut oil. Okay. And then I put the um, a little chili powder. Okay. And then I look turmeric. Maybe sometimes I can put a little garlic powder. Okay. And a little salt. And then I mix everything together. And then I paint in all my vegetables. Right on top of them. Yeah, okay. on top of them. Some people put in a bowl and mix everything. Sure. I like to paint so it doesn't break. It looks better. Yeah. Um, and then put in the oven. And then each vegetables, you need to learn how much minutes each one. Right. You know, usually the potato is longer. That's why I always put the potato in um, in my Instapot. Okay. And then I cook there for, uh, I put 15 minutes in pressure and then 15 minutes, um, 15 minutes. In, it's like total 30 minutes. And then I cut everything and then I put in the oven with all the toppings and that's it. But if you do your potato every day in the morning, so you have for dinner time. Okay. Or you can make a lot of potato and, and leave in the refrigerator. Sure. So every because the potato is the only one that takes long. Okay. All the other one is like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Especially if you have a nice oven. Sure. You know? Yeah. That, that high top one. Yeah. That they go fast and the cooks perfect. Okay. You can put like cauliflower. Cauliflower is delicious. Another day I did quinoa, coconut quinoa mm -hmm. with cauliflower. And you just mixed them in. Yeah, it was so good. I do the, the quinoa with coconut milk. Oh, the quinoa with the coconut milk. Okay, yeah. I could try that. Okay. okay, and then the quinoa you just make in the pot, right? Yeah, I put in the Instapot. I love my Instapot because it helps so much, the fast. Okay. I, I, it's two minutes quinoa in the Instapot. Here's the thing, Loris, I have to, I'm going to have to come spend some time with you because this yeah. is my thing. <laughs> I have all the tools for Christmas. Yeah. I said, oh, I want to get an Instapot. I'm so excited. It hasn't come out of the box because oh I don't goodness. know what to do with it. It's like, I'm scared I'm going to blow know. the house up. It's I too know. much. It's too much. Everybody has that, that feeling. They do? Yes. Because I think it's just me. I, I feel like an same. asshole. No. I'm like, I'm the asshole that's got the, the, the blow the house no. up. I can, I can go to your house to help you. I'm coming. I'm, yes. I'm going to find you. I, I love that. Oh my gosh. I could cry. <laughs> because that's all we do as a health coach too. We help people um to 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 help in the kitchen because the kitchen is a big thing so know? scary for me yeah so you need to clean out your kitchen okay. first thing you know put everything and um in order okay so you can do these things know what to do oh my gosh you know that's why i want to do this ebook to help people to not be scared yeah because it's not scared well, I mean, I'm not a chef, even though sure. I, I have a restaurant, but my intention with the restaurant was to to have food that I can eat and compete. Right. Clean food, right? And we made that, and it's very successful into athletes, shoe, you know, because we have the cleanest food, um, the meat, even though it um, has a lot of meat there, but it's a great quality meat, and everything is great. But um, and by the way, Larissa is not just talking about a little restaurant. She owns a special little something. Uh, let's talk about what that's. What is your restaurant called? Yeah, my restaurant's called Protein House. Protein House, and um, we are I'm the founder. She's the founder. Yes, yeah, we love we love a woman entrepreneur. <laughs> we love it. We got to we got to get excited about it. Yeah. So now my partner, he's there more often than me. Um, I stepped down a little bit because of my kids, uh, but he's the the main now it's been three years that i stepped down because it was too much going on in my head but he's doing great job there my partner 
And um, thank you, Andrew, for being there. Thank and, you, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> to deal with all this stress, you know, because have a lot of employees, not easy. And um, for me, it was very stressful because I'm perfectionist. Sure. Um, so it was a big thing for me to step down from the presidency, from the CEO, and, you know, just being a founder now. I like that more. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not for everyone to do to to deal with all the stress in business, you know. The biggest thing about my podcast is I really like people to come on and talk about, you know, how they get to where they get. And because people listen, we're all the same, right? In a lot of ways. I think we want to say we're so different. We're not. So you had this idea that you wanted to have the restaurant or was it like you said, was it more just a matter of, hey, listen, I needed to get some clean food and I started to put it together. How did how did this become what it is today? Well, um, I opened this uh, approaching house with my ex. Okay. <laughs> so he was my boyfriend and fiance on the time. Okay. When I moved to Vegas. And um, I he was he's older than me. He's like uh, 10 years older than me. Okay. Almost 10 years older than, but he doesn't look like, he looks great. Sure. You know, for his age. Um, and I said, you know, we are getting old and all that. And I want to have, I guess everybody want to have a restaurant when you think about family. Absolutely. Let's have a family, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That was be like, let's have a family. <laughs> let's have a restaurant, you know? And then, and then he likes the idea too. And he, we start to think about, you know, and, Suddenly, it's like, you know what? I'm going to get all my savings here. He got all his savings. I got all my savings. Like, let's do it. We find a location, a perfect spot that we used to go to drink coffee all the time, me and him, before the gym. Sure. And the guy came to us like, hey, we are, we are passing this this place here because we can't afford to pay the rent. And okay. And we're like, oh, my goodness, we love this place. Yes, we come here all the <laughs> we time. We love this location. Sure. And then he looked at me and was like, let's do it. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then that's how it started, you know. But uh, was so much stress to put this restaurant together that me and him, we broke up, was bad. Yeah. And Do you think you broke up because of the stress of the restaurant? Uh, yes, and other things other that things, I don't yeah. want to talk about. No, honey, we're not going to talk about it. Trust <laughs> Only me. Only positive All things. the good things today, yes. yes. Okay, but that was a lot of stress on you guys. Yes, it was a lot of stress. and But finally we made it. And I tried to to not be connected with him, you right. know, when we you break open. Up. Yeah, yep. I was like, I don't want to have business with you. Yeah, no. I don't. Nobody wants to have business yeah. with their ex. Not me yeah, either. No, thank you. And then, you know, I said, you know what, it's going to be like, who's going to be with the refrigerator? Who's going to be with the, you know, with the the blender? Right. It's, it's just not fair because we put our monies there, you know. Right. Our savings, sure. clearly. Like, I was zero in my save. I put everything I, I had. Wow. Just believing, you know, like, let's do it. Yeah. You know, I want to have a family. I want to have, you know. Sure. And we made it, and it was great. And you know, I'm glad that we keep it up. It was hard at the beginning because I didn't want to connect with him at all. But right. I had to be very cold 
to because I'm Brazilian. Brazilians <laughs> are very passionate, passionate. Yes, emotions. Everything is emotional for us. I love know? that about Brazilians. So, yeah. like, even your smile is like passionate. Yeah. Like you can tell you really get into it. I love it. Yeah, and then for for him as American it was like more cold. You know, like. Now it's just business. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's a business. <laughs> oh, so it was hard for me in the beginning, but uh, I passed that. And yes. we are doing great now. We talk more through emails and uh -huh. phone. That's You great. do what you have to do. It's perfect. Yeah, uh -huh. that's best. And that's how it is, the business. You Professionals. Know, we, we need to be professional. And sure. We need to, what is the best for the brand. And, and that's what we are doing and he's doing great and he's very passionate about uh, the, the restaurant, um, like me too. Passionate about food and fitness and... That lifestyle. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's doing great. Now, we, are you have one location on Eastern. Yeah, we have one location in Eastern and the second location is going to be in Blue Diamond. But the second one uh, we are doing differently is going to be called Protein House Express. Okay. It's not going to be everything the same. It's going to be a little different. Um, Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's, um, I'm, I'm, I still don't know all the menu, yeah. but I know it's going to be less, okay. less eaten items than we have in the Eastern. Like a smaller condensed smaller, menu. Yeah. Okay. It's more like kind of like a Chipotle, but it's not yeah. Chipotle, you know, okay. it's healthier and yeah. perfect. Yeah. And th those aren't your only locations either. No. And then we have franchises. Okay. Um, we have franchises uh, all over the place. Uh, if you go to our website, protinghouse.com, also you can apply for a franchise as well. You can apply uh, online. Uh, we have our sales guys that doing an amazing job giving out the information that everybody wants to know. Sure. Uh, we just signed up one in Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. That's our newest um, one that's coming up. Good. But and you have one international, don't you? Yeah, and we have one international in Dubai. Love uh, it. Actually, it's two in Dubai. Oh, wow. And two we, of them? Yeah. One is a, like more local. Okay. And the other one is inside the MMA gym, the Minotauro gym. Um, it's like a juicy bar. Okay. It's more smoothies and juice, you know, no food. But yeah, we are there in Dubai and, and they are doing great over there. They're doing a great job. Um, the guy that is very passionate, he's a bodybuilder as well. And he's great. He has a lot of passion and he's good in the business because a lot of people, they want to open a restaurant and they don't know the struggle is to open a restaurant. And they think it's great. I'm going to open a restaurant. They have no idea what restaurant is and they fail. You know, um, we have two franchises that didn't know what they were doing, you know. And sure. They had to get get out because... It's it's really not for everyone. No, we always ask people to have at least the experience. Sure, because restaurant business is not for everyone, especially if you don't know the business. Yeah, it's huge. 
Mm-hmm. I can't tell you too, once again, and I know that, like you said, you had a couple that maybe they didn't try as hard. People think owning a business, you just put the money in and it makes it work. Yeah. It's blood, it's sweat, it's tears, it's yeah. people calling out, yeah. you working shifts, you having to scrub the toilet sometime. You got to do everything. Yeah. I, I think it's funny one <laughs> phrase that Emil Musk, uh-huh. yes. he was saying, people asking him, oh, can you give me a, a motivational phrase, like <laughs> something motivational for a new entrepreneur? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, if you need the motivation, you can't do it. Hey, did you hear that? Everybody <laughs> listening, if you need the motivation, this isn't for you. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Don't do it because it's a fail over fail. It's hard, it's hard to get there. People think it's just a grand opening and a party yes, all no. the time. Yeah, that's what people think. They do. Yeah. And then you wonder, like you said, yeah. it's, it has to be your life. You're basically married yeah. to your business. Yes, it is. It is. It's, it's not easy to deal with people, employees, and you know, customers and do your inventory and your food. It's business. It's a lot of detail. You, you have know. to know all that. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys do clothing out of there too, right? I feel like I see people wear protein house stuff. Yeah, yeah. We we have a uniform. Okay. And also we, we sell as well. You can go to our website. We sell some t-shirts t-shirts and whatnot yeah and if somebody hasn't been to your um, location yet the one on eastern they go in and they want to check it out what are some options you guys have on the menu that you know of Mm, we have for everyone okay it doesn't matter your diet we have for vegan for non-vegan okay paleo and whatever everything everything you can make your own food over there that's what's good about build your own meal yeah you can build your own meal or you can get whatever we have already there but a lot of athletes they like to to make their own meal prep there. Sure. We do meal prep as well. You can choose whatever you want. Uh, that's what it's cool about, you know, because we respect everyone individuality because we are different. Right. We have different necessities. And and when you were at your bodybuilding prime, when you were you know working the circuit, what was your diet? What did it look like day in and day out? If it was a morning, like how often were you eating, and what were you eating? I was eating no carbs, none. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was a very not sustainable diet sure. to be honest, because usually I do no carbs when I was close to a show to competition, like the last month. Right. Like four weeks no carbs. Gosh. Yeah, I was like uh, an asshole. Like. <laughs> I was a bitch. Laura's, I it was love you. so difficult. Wasn't, you know, but it was my job. Absolutely. I had no choice. Yep. You know, but for a person that just want to look good and I became the, she really want to want to look good to be in that shape, like the way I was, yeah. that I don't think was healthy at all. Right. You know, but I understand there was a situation that you need to do that. You know, it's like boxing. You think what the guy's doing, like OMMA, to lose that extra pounds in the end. Absolutely. What they have to pass through to lose that. You think that's healthy? That's not. Everything that you lose too fast is not good. So true. Yeah. You need to maintain like a consistent weight, you know, that's. And also make sure you have a sustainable diet that you can do every day. I talk to a lot of young girls that are like, I want to look good in the bikini or I want to get on the stage. And you know, like you said, there are no carbs involved and your brain needs carbs. People yeah. don't talk about it, but like you said, you turned crazy. You became a bitch. You became literally your, yeah. your brain is saying, you want to kill people, kill people yeah. in the street yeah. with a gun. Yeah. Um, but I, think, I can't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but I think no one, I mean, it, your brain is really 
being deprived of something it needs. Yeah. Like, of course you go a little cuckoo. Yeah, it's not sustainable at all. We always need to find sustainable for everything, for your happiness, for your diet, for everything. Then otherwise, it's not good. It's so true. You can't do it a long time at least. Mm-hmm. So you need a lot of chicken, a lot of protein, the eggs, things like that. Yes, a lot of eggs, a lot of... Um, uh, chicken and fish, a lot of fish, like tilapia. Yeah, a lot oh of that tilapia. Oh my goodness, tilapia was like my my last one. Like I was like I could see tilapia anymore. <laughs> I was tilapia and asparagus all day. Oh gosh, like breakfast, lunch, oh. dinner. How did you get so mentally strong though to not eat the other stuff? Like the days you would really crave things. What would you what would you do to walk? You would just think about the end goal. Is that what you would have to do? Because that's mentally strong. Yeah, for me it was easy because when you have a goal, sure, it's easier, you know. But like if you're just doing for oh, I don't know for what. Right, we don't know for and what. So it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You need to have like a date. I always say, people, for you to go extreme like that, you need to have a date for for when. And then you know you have a date in the calendar, and then you go suffering into that day. Suffering. That's easier. So much suffering. Yes. But then you know the day after that date, yes. you get something. And then usually people go eat whatever they want after the show, you know. Right. A lot of sugar, a lot of shit. Absolutely. Like, anything you can get. Anything. Process it. And, oh my, but then I think how bad your body is because it's like your poor body is like had none and then you just load it up yeah. with it. I remember my first show was in Barcelona, my first international one in Barcelona. I went to the World Championship. I was like, I was so starving. I, I prepared oh. so much for this show, sure. you know. And then I arrived there, I got like second place. And the next day I ate so much chocolate. Oh, I bet. Because I was in Europe. I was like, I went to the grocery store. I was like, <laughs> so many chocolate, that white chocolate all over. It was like, oh my God, give me, give me, give me. I ate so much. I was throwing up the whole <sighs> day. I was so bad. It's just not healthy. Yeah. You see, your mind yeah. goes crazy. It's so true. Yeah, because it really, but it literally goes crazy. Go crazy. People think it's like a joke, but literally your mind has been deprived. Yeah. But of course, this is for me. Right. Not going to be the same for other people. Yeah. People are different. I know people that can be eating that and be happy. That's what they say. Yeah. They prefer to look a certain way. Than, sure. You know, so everybody has different goals. So we need to respect that. Absolutely. And I, I respect people, whatever they want to be, or, or, you know, but we always need to look for sustainable happiness. Do you feel like your body's changed since you've decided to go more whole food, plant-based? Yeah, right now I'm kind of like in a phase of find out what's going on because uh, I just had a baby. Sure. So I'm in, still in my postpartum time. Right. Uh, I have a diastasis, so I can't do the same workout that I used to do with impact. Um I used to love boxing, mm-hmm. you know, for cardio and stuff like I can't do right now. Um, so I'm doing more like slow paced things. I'm doing Pilates. I'm doing more cardio. Not like running yet. Right. Because um, I don't want to open my diastasis. So I'm very careful with my body. I had to because I'm f- going to be 42 this year. And my first pregnancy, I, I got in shape really fast. Okay. Like six months, I, I was oh, really looking great. That is quick. But in the second one, for some reason. It's a little harder. 
it's kind of a little hard, but <laughs> I think too, because of this, all this pandemic thing, I was working out at home is not the same. It's not, you're right. It isn't, it isn't. <laughs> it's not the same. I was, I wasn't really doing great. I'm not good working out at home. Some people are great. I see they love working out at home. I don't, I'm right. not that kind of person. I like to work out with others, you know. But, yeah, that's what it is. You know, I'm still in my process. I wish you want to lose more weight. It's not being easy for me right now. But also my cortisol, I need to uh, fix my cortisol. Okay. That I did, just did the test and it's a little stressed. But it is like that because I've been not sleeping at all because of my baby. He right. wakes up a lot. How old is the baby? He's eight months. Oh, he's eight months. Eight months. He's a baby, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So he wakes up a lot at night. So I, I, and I like to sleep. Oh my God. I used to sleep like 10 hours when I was a mother. <laughs> you it think was, about those oh days. Oh my goodness. I was like, never more. I had that. Never again. No, never. A long time. I don't know what it is. I, I sleep like every three hours. Oh God. And then I wake up. Oh, the baby's crying. I have oh. to go. That's another thing. You almost kind of go crazy though without the sleep. Yeah. Do you get any depression with the postpartum? Uh, in my first, I did got depression in my first. How did you deal with that? Uh, but I believe it was the food. Okay. Because in my first pregnancy, I was eating everything. I was eating ice cream. I was eating sugar, processed food, you know. And in the second one, I was, I was like mastering my whole food thing, you know. So he's, my whole pregnancy, almost my whole pregnancy was plant-based. Wow my second one so i didn't have the depression with the second and one. i feel like it's the food i think it's huge yeah huge um i'm very honest with my audience i suffer from bad depression and i take antidepressants i have for like 20 years but um i can even say even taking antidepressants if i eat a bunch of sugar the night before like a bunch of des if i go out and have dessert last night i had brownies i hadn't eaten sugar in about a week but last night i woke up this morning and i felt more sad like I just yeah. did nothing else was different there was no yeah. alcohol there was no, I don't do drugs I and mean, there was none of that yeah. but the only thing that was really different were, was a couple brownies and but I woke up sad I always say sugar is a drug it's it's, it's worse than cocaine it's more addictive than cocaine I believe this I believe yeah. this so much yeah and I just think we make it so easy it's not you know you go to the grocery store yeah. it's it's look around the studio there's sugar behind me I mean sugar's <laughs> everywhere I mean it's okay you sometimes you know you have a treat here and treat there, but not make like a daily habit. Yeah. It's make it a treat. It yeah. needs to be something yeah. you look forward to. Yeah. A special something. Yeah. Like if I eat a sugar and I see that I'm getting sick or something, I know next day I'm going to have sinus. You just infection. know it. And does it always go to your sinus? That's yes. where it always goes uh -huh. to. Isn't that interesting how you know your body like that? Yeah. And you said you have to work on your cortisol. What are ways that you get your cortisol back on level? Do you have to take meds or do you have to take... How does that something you work on? Well, I'm trying Herbs? first going like natural. Like mm -hmm. I know it's my sleep. Okay. So I'm just waiting to sleep more and see how it goes. Right. If not, and then I, I, I see what's going to be the next. But always uh, I, I, I choose the holistic way. Right. You know. Right. Because even the workout too, I'm not doing so intense because when you do two intense workout can um, imbalance your hormones as well if you are red imbalance. So I'm doing more Pilates, more lifting weight, you know, nothing like impact like I used to. So I, I've been very 
careful with everything that I'm doing to balance everything back. It's huge. Yeah. I talked, and I, I know you have to know this too, these women that, and men, just so much cardio. So, and then they wonder why they can't lose the weight. Yeah. You know, but there's. I know so many girls that they can't have their period either. It's a huge issue. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, those hormones get thrown so out of whack. And I think yeah, they go. They, they don't observe themselves. They have to look inside, you know, and then you have a problem in the, in the future. That's why, you know, today health is our wellness. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you said, that we got to go back to that circle of life. People, that's all they care about is the fitness. You're like, well, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Look at all these other areas that you're yeah, neglecting. A lot of people think that health is just food and exercise. Absolutely. It's much more than that. So much more than that. So much more. So much more. Um, I have so many cases of people like testimony of people that uh, had so many problems and was our home. You know, like this woman has so many problems and it's all because she was with the man that she doesn't like it, but she doesn't want to divorce because of the kids. or the, And then she's sick all the time. She's like, she has all the wellness in the world, you know. She has the best food, the best personal trainer, the best everything. But she wasn't happy. And that's a big thing. It's huge. And people get sick. And I don't think enough people talk about this. The doctors, they don't go far. They don't. They can't, too. You know, that's not what they teach them. But the health coach, we can go through that. And we can help them to find what's the problem. Yeah. I always think a coach is a great idea. I think no matter what, you can always, you know, use a coach in some um, area of your life. And I think a health coach is just huge. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know what a health coach is. They may maybe heard of um, life coach or, yeah. which is a lot of the same things. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I just, I think that, if you're not going to some kind of a coach or if you've never, if you're listening and you've never taken advantage of that, it's a great investment in yourself. Yes. Um, because just like if you're going to invest in a gym membership, because you think that's the way to go, a gym is great. But like, like Larissa's saying, there's so many different parts of this that a life and health coach, especially the health coach can really help you get in tune to where you know your body better. Like she said a minute ago, wait yeah. a second, my sinuses. I know that when my sinuses are doing their thing, I've maybe eaten something that's wrong. I'm not sleeping enough. You get to know the formula for your specific body. Yeah. And then that's what we are. We are like a personal trainer for you to learn about yourself. And to learn about your pressure cooker. Yes, right. <laughs> so you to, don't we blow need up to the learn house. everything, yeah. It's we, so, so true. So you don't go wrong, you know. You that's a big thing. Absolutely. I did see that you um graduated from the Institute for Integrated Nutrition. Yes. Do you recommend that? Did you do you oh, like Oh yeah. You I liked that? Them. Yeah, they are like the pioneers, one of the pioneers. They are so good. They're in New York. Uh, I did everything online. It was amazing. The is change really changed my life. I can be more grateful for for that you know and uh, it's my new career now and i'm so grateful for that it's huge yeah what do you want to be doing five years from now ten years from now what do you where do you see yourself let's say five years where do you see yourself five years from now i really want to um teach people about uh health and whole foods and families you know and gardening I want to teach them gardening, kids, especially kids, be more uh, in action with the schools here uh, to put gardening in their school, to teach kids, you know, how to. But this is something that I'm I'm still learning. Sure. So, but it's something that I really want to pass through generations because I believe this is going to be the future. 
for us to be healthy, we're going to have to learn how to do our food. Absolutely. Uh, because you see from this pandemic what's happened. It's so scary. And imagine the, what's going to be in 10 years. I, it's, and people, I think, oh, it's going to get better once we can not wear the masks anymore. I'm like, it has nothing to do with the masks. Yeah. We've got, I mean, we've got such a long way to go. Yeah. And I do think it woke a lot of people up because. Yeah, because it's all about your health. And you see people that got really sick, really bad is the people that has bad health. Yeah. That don't eat right. They eat a lot of processed food. Yeah. Or has stress. Yeah. Or, you know, and I even know some really healthy people that got it that have admitted, hey, if I would have if I wouldn't have been as healthy, I would have been a lot worse, you yeah, know, so yeah. it saved a lot of people in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. Um, from getting it that much worse. And it, yeah. it, it's been horrible. But so you really still see yourself working healthy lifestyles and wellness yes, for century for, I mean, for, sure. for generations to for come. Sure. Yeah. I, I can't see myself doing other things. You know, I always was a passionate about health. Now it's about non-toxic yes, and, and help people to be healthy and happy, you know, and also the kids too, because I, I get so sad when I see moms in the grocery store buying all the sugary processed things to give to the kids. I right. was like, oh, it's just kill me, you know. But I understand a lot of moms, they have no information. They yeah. don't know what they're doing. It's just easier. Or I also they don't have time and I think the time is huge yeah like we said before you have to be able to read the labels you got to be able to keep an eye on your kids you got to meal prep you got to I mean but it, listen it's everything it's it's new when you learn it's, it's fast when you learn the beginning you will get scared right right like you if the right Insta pressure pod. oh it's it's a scare scared to death of that damn you pressure learn, you're like shh, you do if your eyes close Okay, so we just have to take the time to learn, and then it, you That's you promise easy. us it'll get a little easier. Yes, I'm gonna remember this. Yeah, remember this. It's, it is easy. It's just a new thing. I love that you came on today to talk a lot about goals because I don't think you realize it, but you had a goal to come to the United States. You had yes. a goal to be able. To, you know, you want you planted the seeds with tourism, yeah. and you got here, and then yeah. You, I mean, I'm I'm Buddhist uh, for a long time. Yeah, and that's what we do. We plan. We put goals all the time in the paper, and we meditate towards that goal. And I love that, you know, about that. It's it's kind of Japanese culture thing. And uh, I admire it about you, though. I, I yeah. really love because you can feel your energy in that regard, that there's this openness about you. And yeah. it's, it is contagious. It's that it passionate is. aspect of who you are. Yeah. And Buddhists really help. I think was Buddh I, I think when we have faith, I'm not saying about my, my religion, because I think I respect everyone religious. It's, it's about faith. It's like really what you want inside your heart. Because when you know what you want, it's like, it's, it's what you want. You visualize that and then things happen. Absolutely. Because a lot of the times, like people are lost. They don't know really, I want this, I want that. But they really not focus on one thing that they really want. When we know, it's like that. Absolutely. And we put that energy towards, you know, visualizing that every day. That's what we do as a Buddhist. Um, I know there is other ways of you meditate if you don't want to be into religion. Sure. Um, that's something that I need to learn too because my whole life I did uh, Buddhist way. Meditation. Yeah. Um, I, I really want to learn that too so I can help others that don't want to be uh, religious. Right. Just connect their mind. So meditation is that much of it. That it takes up that much of your life, though. 
It's that important to you. Yes, it's everything. It is. It is. I have my altar at home. That's like in my favorite part in my house. It's my thing there. It's my life. And my my fiance, I convert him to be a Buddhist as well. Uh-huh. Before we had kids, he because everything about Buddhism he believed, and I said. You're a Buddhist, honey. You're a Buddhist, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we love Buddha. It's not about that. You know, it's about our energy and our connection with the universe and how people think appears in our life, you know, and, and that's how what it's about, energy. One of my good friends came on the show. Her name's um, Sasha Larkin, and she led us through a meditation because I. it's the one thing in my life that I am have never done i'm not good at it. my mind races i can't calm down i think every personality needs something different because everybody's different like i said okay sometimes this some kind of meditation is not good for your personality you need to find what's good for your personality it's because personal. i try one time do the zen buddhist and and they put me in a wall and i had to look in the wall and be there looking in the wall and sitting down and breathe. I, I was terrible i was like no that's not for me you just I, sat and stared at the wall yeah oh no no and no, then no. they put me i and then i went to tibet um another tibet buddhist uh-huh. kind of I, I did so many kinds to find my my passion you need to find what does yours look like your can you faith what you believe you I, know sure and you think that's the biggest part of it is yes. really grounding who you are yes you need to believe and then buddhist for me was like a glove it was i was like wow that's for me everybody's different they need different kind of push you know no don't don't make fun of me but when i think of buddhist i think of like um I think of that movie. There was a movie a long time ago that came out with Angela Bassett. And she does that numero ho regenkyo. Yeah. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Please, I'm, I was so embarrassed <laughs> to say that in front of you because I know I no, butchered it. But I remember watching her. She played Tina Turner. Yeah. Back, and she did this whole thing. Tina Turner, she's a numero ho regenkyo. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I always thought I, that was my first touch to Buddhism. And I thought, that's so interesting. Yes. But is that what it is? I mean, yes. not. there's more to it, obviously. It's yes. a very personal but is that the chant? Is that what happens? Yes, that's the chant. That's what we do. We chant. Uh, before the pandemic, I used to have meetings in my house once in a week. Uh, so it's like Japanese style. People come to your house. We chant together. And it's like a little community help too, you know. People can talk about their struggle. And we help. We. It's, it's like you... Uh, motivate them to keep chanting towards their goal sure. to change that karma. Love because that. we do believe in karma. And and if you know a secret you want to share, right? And that's what that's why we do that. We connect with people and we meet together, we encourage each other. Yeah. Support to support each other. Let's chant, let's this, let's that. Sometimes of course we are not like a hundred percent chanting like right now with my two babies and everything. I'm not chanting like I used to, right. you know, but I know it's a phase and, and I feel bad about, but I, I don't have nobody judging me. You know, that's what it's about because yeah. that's my life. I'm doing that. Yep. I make time now for my kids now and me, but I want to then include them to do that as well. You know, now it's too baby. You know, the, the time I have, I'm like, I'm sleeping. I'm going to bed <laughs> sleep, you it's know. It's true. It's so important to sleep. That's me now, you know. But um, Shanti is, it's changes so much my, my day when I shant. 
it's just I'm another person. Does it take know? a long time? It's like different. if if I'm new and I wanted to, to to at least experience it, do I have to dedicate a big amount of time? Is it something you can go, you know, to in the morning and then back in the afternoon? Is it when you can? How does it look? Yeah, I mean everybody's different. If you can do like five minutes a day, okay, when you wake up, and five minutes a day when the sun goes down, you know, that's how we do. Or like sample. When I moved to America, it was struggle for me. Sure. Because I didn't speak English. I never went to an English class. Or wow. That's why my English is not great. But your English <laughs> is really good. I never went to school to learn English. Um, and I never had time. I was just competing, competing. Um, and I, I graduated too. And I mean, for me to read and, and write, it's easier than speak. It is. Speaking is the hardest yeah, for you. Yeah. So, um, when I arrived in America, I was chanting five hours because what? my goals are so big, right? Wow. And, and I was like, I need to find a way, you know? It's like your connection with the universe and the universe is kind of like going to help you to find the answer, you know? It's amazing because you go through all your karmas and to get the benefit too. Yeah. You know, so for me, it was like that. I was chanting five hours and um, it was really tough in the beginning. Uh, but that's how I had. I had my, my gohonzo and I said, I have this. I can have anything in the world. You just need to put your mind and your energy to it. How powerful that is. You come yeah. to a brand new country. You don't really know anybody. You don't speak the language, but yeah. you have five hours with yourself. Yeah. Every day you dedicate yeah. because you know yeah. that, that, you know, it's that powerful. Yeah. Of course, we stop a little bit, go sure. eat, you mm -hmm. know, and then come back. But that's how I got. And I said, I want to, I want to. That was my dream, you know. So it's easy when you know what you want. And I think even how many people don't know what they want and they need mm -hmm. to take that time to find it. Yeah, or sometimes they think they know what right. they want. It's not really what they want. I feel know? like especially now because everything's so easy with the phones and the technology, people have a lot of free time even though they're doing stuff, busy stuff all the time. Yeah. And you ask people, what do you want? They don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I, I want to be famous. <laughs> yeah. You want to be famous. <laughs> a lot of people like that, yeah, they want to be famous and like it's okay it's a good thing to be famous but what is your mission the like, inside what is your mission like you want to be famous but you need to pass something good to people you know sure because that's going to be present for them you, you can't just be famous for what it makes me sad when they say that because I think there's so much more to it. Like you said, what are you gonna? What, what is your legacy gonna be? What are you gonna yeah. leave behind? Yeah. What are you learning? How are you growing? No wonder you're depressed because yeah. you're not learning anything. You're not growing. Yeah. This is your life. Yeah. That you you need to give back. That's why I, I, I really want to give back for the new generation because the the youth is our future. The youth is our future. Um, I feel like we talked about a lot of things today. We were able to talk a lot about, you know, the, the health coach. We were able to talk about the plant-based diet and the difference between that and also veganism, which thank you. So enlightening to me. I cannot tell you how amazing that is. We talked about your um, ebook. Yeah. We talked about recipes and maybe what to look forward or what is going to be coming from you in the future. For those of us that follow you, if you don't, please be following along. This is, you know, a woman who really is empowered to make a difference for the future and make a difference for our, our generations to come. We talked about gardening. And if you really want to start gardening, what that would look like, a great way to begin. You can start small. Larissa really let us know it doesn't have to be this giant yeah. 
You can start just with herbs in your kitchen. That's small. You it can, can even in an apartment if you re live in an apartment. And it's the same thing with the cooking. I, you know, I was able to share how scared I am, and she said it's as simple as putting some vegetables, you know, in the oven and putting some coconut oil on them, and you have you have food and and ways to you know really put clean product into the body and to have better outcomes. Um, and I feel good. And energy, feel good. energy, a lot of energy. It's funny because Larissa mentioned that she's tired and I'm looking at her. She's got yeah. all this energy and I'm assuming it's coming from the food. Yeah. And I, I'd be not sleeping at all. <laughs> and no sleep and smiling still. So yeah. if we can get some of that out of these foods and maybe get ourselves off of the processed, out of the toxic um, products that are sold to us day in and day out. Yeah. Anybody who listens, if you, if anybody can take away just maybe one or two things you're taking out of your diet or taking out of your home that are offering toxins, then I feel like Larissa and I have done our job today. Yeah. I feel like her story it has been beneficial. Slow. It starts slow because a lot of people are going to say, oh my God, I have to throw my whole house. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot. They think it my makeup, my this, my that, yeah. the clean, it, it, their whole house you, is going to be gone. Start. I always say, start, let's start in the food. The food is the most important. And then we go slow, you know? It's huge. Yeah. And then if people are able to start slow and able to, you know, bit by bit make this happen, I feel like a transition of self can take place. And you can get to this this point where maybe you'll be able to get rid of antibiotics like she discussed. Yeah. Um, get rid of go that constant going to the doctor, that, yeah. that it revolving door. The high cholesterol my fiancé had. I, it's powerful. It is. I'm really going to make it. Food is medicine. It's medicine. It is. And I'm going to actually make a dedication today with my listeners and with Larissa being here that I'm going to start adding more of these vegetables and a little bit less meat. I'm going to start this next week. Like she said, I'm going to um, crank yeah. up the plants and I'm going to eliminate not all of the meat at once, No, but I'm going to bit by bit, you know, to start taking out some of those and I'm going to report back to my audience, let you guys know what we're doing. And, and see how you feel too, because it's important. You, you write down, say how I feel today. I eat this, 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 I took off this, you know. Checking in. Yeah. Maybe journaling. Yeah. You need to, to have that connection with the food so you know how you feel. And if you're not, if you don't have the time, maybe that's the first thing you do. Maybe instead of even working on the diet and the food and the toxic, maybe you start with the journal. Start yeah. with something. Yeah. Um, because anything, when you start to be so clean, anything bad you eat, you're like, oh, you feel, by the way, remember I told you I, I ate something in Whole Foods that was uh -huh. a vegan wrapper. I was like running fast. I was like, oh my God, I need to eat something, you know. So I got this vegan wrap they make there in front of you. And oh, I thought I was going to die. You got so sick, I remember. I got so sick. So listening to your body. Yeah. Eat out is kind of dangerous sometimes. It's hard, unless you're at Protein House. Yes. <laughs> eat all the protein house yeah we want to make support um make sure that we're supporting her as well i'm um, at protein house in that new location that's coming out off blue diamond um keep an eye out for that as well please make sure you're following her she's instagram larissa reese yes and at larissa reese and then also you can follow her. larissa reese 007 my instagram. 007 honey <laughs> larissa reese 007 <laughs> don't forget it yeah and if you want to check her out online for that ebook coming out too make sure you're following www.larissareese.com yes correct yes we want to thank you so much for your time today thank you we appreciate you and awesome. and we can't wait to support you and see the things you're going to be doing coming forward because i know that there's a lot more coming from you yes thank you and have a great day thank you <laughs>